My name is Sabine. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not okay. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm Sabine. Oh, oh, we're like starting over. Oh, are we? I thought you said start over. Okay, sorry. Hello, hello. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> How is everybody? Um, welcome back. Um, we are. In fact, two siblings exploring the land of Um and the uncanny revelations it holds about humanity and the serendipitous oddities of life. So close. <clears throat> um, we're here to talk about Season 1, Episode 2. Yes. And in case this may or may not be the first episode you've listened to, I'm Sabine. I'm Max. And what's the one lovely thing you experienced today, Max? Um, well... I showered, and I put on my shirt, and I said, this is a nice shirt. Yes. You know, on the similar note, I put on a necklace that I had lost. Really? Yeah, the one I'm wearing right now. Um, I thought it was gone, but I, I, I found it, and that made me quite happy. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Did so, you like the episode? Which we episode? We just watched it. Well, episode two. This the episode? We just watched, yeah. Trouble in Lumpy Space. I liked it. I think this is still one of the episodes where the visuals are still really weird for me. I think that they they were still, like, settling at their style. They were. And yeah. I think I noticed what one of the thing One of the things I can pinpoint that have bothered me or bothered me with the visuals in the beginning, I think, is that they overly use... Uh, that variation of the eye drawings yeah, where there are very large white circles yeah. and teeny tiny black peoples in yeah. the middle, like not like off the center to the bottom or anything, like in the middle. I think yeah. that might have been part of the disturbance. experience. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, this is just a very superficial. <laughs> he does a thing where he shakes his fist and like his the forearm and yeah, comes <laughs> out. I think that's still a bit rough in the art yeah. style. Second episode, I mean, they did. Yeah, they yeah. Did, they did good. Yeah, I really love the mallow tea ceremony. It's one of my favorite things great. that I've seen them do. I love marshmallow. I love the idea of marshmallows. I don't mm-hmm. really like eating marshmallows yeah. that much. But I really like concept. them. <laughs> I like marshmallows as a concept, right? <laughs> They're white, you know, they, they, they reflect back all this light, and they're so soft and mm-hmm. gooey, and they're having a tea ceremony on there. I think that it's really, really interesting and cool that Literally in the second episode, we already see PB wearing a different outfit. Yes. Yeah. Unexplained. It's yeah. just part of the thing. Because I mean, she just wears different clothes. Yeah, so, I appreciate yeah. that. I like that. It's great. I think something about this episode that happens in the very beginning and that I never gave a second thought to was what made LSP star go out. Oh. They never covered that because that's what causes the like the conflict for this whole episode starts with LSP star going out and she can't fly so she kind of I mean, like oh, 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 maybe she down. like turned it off intentionally to show that she could fly. They weren't debating that she could fly though. Well, she was like, or didn't Finn say like, "Oh, you're not flying, you're just bouncing." Oh shit! Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'm pretty sure. I mean, that's I'm pretty I just sure that's can't what it follow dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Um, that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. Okay, um, well, <laughs> no, but, that no, yeah, yeah. I appreciate the portal. I like the portal. I thought it was cool. I think it's kind of funny that it's a mushroom. I mean, the frog is cool, but yeah, stand on a mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> what if 2009? What does it mean? Um, um, 
I think it's interesting how throughout this whole episode there's a lot of... Well, it's not an uncommon topic. Like, it's embedded in almost everything that we consume, but the concept of in-group, out-group mm. dynamics. Mm-hmm. And I think they're yeah. really, really forefront in this episode because of the whole situation with, um, like, lumpers versus non-lumpers and smooth posers and... Smoothies. Smoothies, right? <laughs> non-lumpers. <laughs> um... And you have, like, very obvious gatekeeping happening, especially with, like, with the front, like, oh, it's LSD, it's your father okay with you bringing right. two non-lumpers into Lumpy's base. Um, which I've wondered if, I mean, she does say that the frog is just a portal, but I wonder if, like, the frog's mouth is a portal, and Lumpy's space is inside the frog. <laughs> oh my gosh. A dimension contained within a frog. The, 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 the... Like, what happens if the frog dies? The space abyss at right. the bottom is just a digestive tract starting. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense because yeah. you've got all these... Like, what is what is lumpiness? Like, what is that? Did you hear that sound when um, LSP did that thing with her arms? And it was like, ar, 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 ar. <laughs> No. No. I was like, what material is she supposed to... Like, what... Well, lump, lumps are like... A universal constant in Adventure Time. That's true. They're like an element, like fire, water, fire. Ice. Yeah. No, it's fire, ice, candy, slime. Wolves. Water isn't one of them. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. But isn't she an anti-elemental? Well, yeah, but I mean, like, she, she's like, a core, like a universal element. constant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I thought it was weird that her mom and dad are literally conjoined. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> They're one uh, thing. I wonder how common that is. In lumpy space, yeah. yeah. I wonder if it's a royalty thing or if it's a... I'm sure it'll come thing. up again. Does it? I feel like there's at least one more example of that. I feel like we only... Well, I don't know. Do we only go into lumpy space once? No. no. Surely not. No. Mm. I thought... Um, I'm noticing, I guess, more clear story progression, where in the first episode, Finn learned something, and then right. in the second episode, Finn learned something. Yeah. And I'm sure that in the third episode, Finn's going to learn something. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, maybe that was their initial thing, like, let's have this yeah. cartoon of, like, yeah. this 12-year-old boy trying to figure out how to make his way through this, well, it's, they didn't know yet, but post-apocalyptic... Yeah. Yeah. Universe. It is something that I hadn't noticed before, though. That I've That's true. Only really noticed watching these two episodes like this. It does very much follow that very common, uh, like pattern of like child children's stories, mm-hmm. where there's always a moral to the story. Yeah. Um, I think what's really interesting is that with Adventure Time, like Finn's learning something, but we're also learning a lot about Finn. Yeah. Because he's having a lot of very real moments. Yeah. We got the introduction to, I don't know if we got this in the first, oh, we got this in the first episode too, but his whole identity surrounding about being a hero, mm-hmm. uh, which, but it's, it's such a, <laughs> such a like naive, immature version of that. It's it an is. extremely like raw, unprocessed. I just have to save everybody. I just right. have to be everybody's friend and I yeah. just have to be the hero. And the fact that he couldn't be the hero to his, like, best right. friend, his brother, literally. Um, I, I love when the lumpers, 
the smooth posers came back and told him, guys, like, they gave him the antidote because they said, hey, we dig, like, your plaintive whale. <laughs> and think, your directionless yeah. fury. I think it's a direct parallel of that because Finn has such a broad perception and idea of heroism that his, his, um, his negative character traits, like his, his anger and his, um, aggression are equally as broad and, um, right. And in this case, in this case, if, you know, just taking a little bit from last episode's discussion, this, in this case, his response to what is a trauma response? Because he, you know why he wants to be a hero is because he was saved once when he yeah, was a baby. Exactly. That's the only reason he wants to be a hero. Um, <laughs> and so, in this case, it made him likable and it helped him achieve his goal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Right? Yeah. I think that this is the, the first example of Finn kind of sort of just overcoming adversity, but not in like... An unreason—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like not in a. Well, I mean, he does usually do that in unreasonable ways. I think what Adventure Time does really well with Finn is that he will do extremely unreasonable, irrational things, and he'll choose the most complicated, unnecessarily difficult solution that he can. In order to make everyone happy. Because that's the thing about making okay. everyone happy. Yeah. That it's extremely... It becomes necessary. Yeah, it becomes necessary yeah. to do this extremely complex process to make everyone happy. But sometimes it works. Yeah. It works for him. Yeah, no, it... it, it I, I would say that it, it works for him most of the time. Yeah. But what I really like is that um, he does that, but he doesn't... He doesn't only do that. Like, he learns. He learns from those experiences. And as he grows and gets older, he becomes better at solving problems. He does get better at solving problems. He gets very, very good at solving problems. He gets better at recognizing what is and isn't a problem, too, which I think is a major part of, I guess in this case we're talking about heroism, but just living. Yeah. You know, recognizing what is and isn't a problem, Mm -hmm. what is and is not in your control, which, I mean, I think is... Oh, oh my I hope you heard that. <laughs> I had a whole vacuum through. <laughs> um, but what's it called? I mean, all I can think about when I talk about Finn finding extremely crazy solutions to problems is the one with with the mountain. That's sad watching all the uh, the, the Vikings, the Vikings fight. roughhouse, roughhouse. Yeah, right. They're not and, finding their roughhousing. And the ending of of the episode is like a, a, a whole. A very like complex... Like 30, 30 second sequence of what are they different called? things working together. They're not called this. Erlenmeyer machines? That's not what they're called. Um, when you like... You Rube have... Goldberg. Yeah, Rube it's Goldberg. A, yeah, it's a Rube Goldberg. It's yeah, really a Rube he Goldberg. Said so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for the sole purpose of making <laughs> everyone, everyone happy. happy. And yeah. it actually works out and it really works. well. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's cool to see. Um... Yeah, that machine is cool, but that's not in this episode, so... Yeah, my man. I, I, I bring that up because I think this is the first episode where Finn, through means of an unconventional solution... Uh, or unintentional, even. Yeah, unintentional. A lot of the things that got him to unlump 
Jake, uh, were just his reactions. Were yeah. just his natural yeah. reactions. No yeah. hope of actually making them help him uh, without actually making them work for him. Because uh, they still did what he wanted to do. I've yeah. been dying to say this, but um, don't hate me. <laughs> but every time um. I've seen this episode... Um, and we get to the part where they give him the antidote, and he asks them where prom coming is, and they show him that it's at the like lump cloud, almost directly underneath, but not quite, so he can right. still totally fall into the abyss, which mm-hmm. for all we know leads to the frog's <laughs> digestive system. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and he tells him to bite me, you know, he's like, oh, bite me, oh, like, so yeah. I can become right, like right, a right, right. lumpy and float down instead of just plummet straight down. Uh, and he gets all of them to bite him in different parts of his body. And he's like, oh, multiple bites. He's being super Accelerating the lumpification process. Yeah, extremely well-spoken. I love how he says it, and I love that he (laughs) did it. And every time that I see it, it reminds me of Breaking Dawn uh, from the Twilight Saga, when... This is the first (laughs) of a long line of tropes of, like, throughout multiple episodes... Of Sabine bringing in Twilight and the Twilight Everywhere series. and anywhere I can. Um. Inevitable. Absolutely inevitable. It's just in my brain. It's in my brain. And it's, it's been so weird. <laughs> it's so weird talking about lumpification breath as being accelerated by <laughs> multiple bites. Like, when <laughs> Edward needed to oh, turn Bella, right. he had to... Well, which, he which, had preemptively... Uh, he preemptively anticipated that he would need to do it quickly, or I think he didn't preemptively expect that he would need to change it quickly, but he didn't he want was, her to yeah. spend as much time. He in, was prepared for like yeah, in the yeah. vampire transition, she didn't. He didn't want her to be yeah. in that for as long, so he thought about how he could accelerate it and injected. He like took out all his venom and injected it straight into her heart to accelerate the yeah. vampirification process, <laughs> which. It's just a little snippet of what's playing in the back of my brain every time I see that right. from the yeah. same time. Yeah. Is that whole thing. Which I think is great. Um, also, Finn's voice actor did an incredible job <laughs> <laughs> of imitating LSP on the phone when they needed to convince her friend to... What, her, what was her name? Melissa? Melissa. With an Melissa. E. With an E. <laughs> with an E? Mm-hmm. Melissa? Melissa. Melissa? That's how most spell. Really? Yeah. M-E-L-I-S-S-A. I I think I've just never seen the name Melissa. And so when I saw the subtitle, I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's how you say it. It's not Mel... Mel... Oh, I guess it's the same. Melissa. (laughs) Melissa. Yeah. Oh, I've never thought about that. Yeah. That's a good point. Um... Romantic tension in the ride. <laughs> to make a point. <laughs> so much romantic tension. It was there. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny how um, LSP's version of like history with someone is like eating chili cheese fries with them. Yeah. <laughs> I eat chili cheese fries with this person. We have uh, we have history. Um, <clears throat> it's gonna be on a comfortable ride. Maybe it's code for something. I mean, sure. LSP would know. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah, that right. one episode with Finn? Where yeah. he goes around just wanting to kiss a bunch of wow, girls? That's, and... that's in the far future. That's, a, that's gonna be a long episode. That's gonna, that's gonna be, be a long episode. It is episode. gonna be a long episode. But 
yeah, I think I think a big thing in this episode, and I think I started to say it, and then we got lost uh, with in group out group oh, dynamics. Yeah. yeah. Um, because in the beginning we have the Malu tea ceremony, which I think is really nice because it's all of them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of the fact that this is all being, you know, in PB's kingdom during PB's <laughs> expertise, right? But, I don't know, I thought it was really interesting how no one liked the smooth posers in Lovely Space, mm. you know, like, yeah, oh, yeah. you're just a smooth, oh, that was an insult. Yeah, to be a poser was an insult, but it seemed like most people still coveted smoothness, mm-hmm. right? So I think, yeah. I think that's a nice herald to, to say how, how authenticity is always the, mm-hmm. should be the preferred setting for a behavior. Yeah. You know, uh, when all possible, because, you know, Finn is smooth, Jake is smooth, and they didn't want to be lumpy, you know, just because that's not who they were, and also because, you know, it was just a very different setting to function at. But I thought it was interesting with the smooth poses, because they seem like really cool guys, but the Mm -hmm. fact that they didn't like who they were, and where they came from, they... Brain blast, yeah. They got got started on... One little piece of <laughs> lumpiness for the rest of eternity. Even That's though they crazy. seem like really cool dudes. Yeah. And they seem really chill. They did. Yeah. Really <laughs> and then the one guy with the nerdy one with the glasses. They also definitely used like nerd tropes that mm-hmm. are like wallflower tropes. Definitely did that for these guys. But. I think it was good. I think something that was extremely significant. I think there's like multiple. I think there's like a couple points. A couple points that are extremely straightforward examples of real like emotional turbulence or like um um honesty mm. like when like to, to to me to to more most people i'm sure it really seemed like lsp wasn't trying to help um because everything that she did was entirely yes. unhelpful yeah extremely <laughs> unhelpful um the opposite of helpful really yeah but um she she was trying she really like she was, was really trying. trying like she it's not even like oh like i i'm just gonna do this because like i don't like these guys no like she she did what she did because she had the intentions of helping and making the situation better but it just didn't come out like that and finn um got upset at her for it not because I think I think I think because he didn't I like he, he had that same thought process of Yeah, like, that she just really didn't want to help. Yeah, because what she did was extremely very, very unhelpful. Like like hard to do that on accident. But I mean that's just what it happened. And that's she had who a, she is. Yeah, she had a very real reaction that I think um I think that happens to, at least I've had that happen to me where I'm really trying to accomplish something, mm-hmm. whether it's in my personal relationships. Usually it's with interpersonal reactions where mm-hmm. I, wrong, interpersonal interactions mm-hmm. <laughs> where I'm Inter- trying to, yeah, interpersonal, interpersonal interactions, interactions yeah, yeah um, where I'm trying to accomplish something like make somebody feel better or try to be my authentic self, whatever that means. And it doesn't work. And it doesn't work. And it sometimes does exactly the opposite of what you intend. Mm-hmm. And it just 
messes it up royally, and yeah. people get hurt. And it sucks. And it sucks. <laughs> it's, like, so bad on both sides. <laughs> and, like, it's hard because had she done this intentionally, she mm. would not have gotten forgiven. Right. Right? They probably wouldn't have been friends after that. Maybe still civil, right? Because they right. have to be around mm-hmm. each other because they're in a mutual... Uh, friend group of which there aren't many given the apocalyptic state of the universe. Right? So he doesn't have another choice. But the fact that, like, she broke down and she said, you know, that wasn't my intention. Mm-hmm. My intentions do not correlate with my, with the results that are honestly really terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saved their friendship. Yeah. No, which, absolutely. Because it's, it's, it ties back into the idea of authenticity. Yeah. Yeah. And because, honesty. Yeah, and honesty. Because she, like, really shared that as much as it hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vulnerability gets vulnerability. you places. Yeah, it does. <laughs> really does. And it hurt Finn, too, because it also shed light to him where he was doing something without intention also. But here, instead of her putting effort and having it fail, he wasn't putting any effort into his friendship with LSP at uh-huh. this point. At all. And he had... The consequence, you know, they had to face of having hurt her feelings mm-hmm. without trying to make her feel at all. Like, he would, right, his exactly. actions weren't trying to get toward any particular feeling. They had yeah. nothing to do with LSP. That exactly. had everything to do with exactly. Jake. And yet he still had to face adverse consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, which, if anything, I think they weren't really friends before this episode. I mean, like, there's literally, like, one episode, though, context. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. This but if they weren't appearance. friends before, they were friends now. Right. Yeah. I think the other moment that I absolutely loved was at the end when Finn is so coherent and he says, Hey, LSP, I'm sorry I blew up at you. Um, I was just really was, stressed well, out. I was just really stressed out. Exactly. I'm sorry I blew up at you. I was just really stressed out. I think if more of us said that more often, <laughs> yeah. all of our relationships yeah. would be better. Yeah. Just that one bit. I was just so... really stressed out. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you didn't deserve that. My yeah. Bad. To be fair, though, that response does only get you so far. Yeah, I was going to say, that can only do so much. Yeah, and it, it only... You can only blow up so many times at someone. Yeah. 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 I would say you can probably do it like once. But, yeah. like, really blow up. Like a serious blow up? Yeah, a serious blow up only once. I like little things yeah. every once in a while. Like, uh, sorry, I was snappy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> yeah. Um, I wonder if intentions can only get you so far. I think they can. Yeah. Because you can only yeah. cause so much damage, no matter how good your intentions were. For so long before the person can't tolerate those kinds of consequences in their lives. Yeah. For as long. At what point are your... If there is a point, but is is there ever a point where your intentions are no longer defined by how you feel, but your repeated behaviors? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh... I have a strong, like, this could be wrong. <laughs> Someone's going to listen to this and be like, someone who knows about this um, is going to listen to this and be like, that's not how this works. Dead. But I feel, right. <laughs> I'm dead. Uh, um, doctor, by Particularly in psychology. I feel like once you get to that point, the person is not mentally stable. Right. And then there's and so some they, sort of mental condition where... You can't hold them to the same standard as a... 
Are you? Well, no, sorry. Um, you. I, I, I wouldn't talk about it in terms of standards. Right. I talk about yeah. it in terms of capacity, for exactly. form of functioning. Because yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there must be some like mental uh, conditions. I don't want to say illnesses because. Because there's just so many diversities mm-hmm. in our neurological functions, so I'm going to say mm-hmm. um, conditions where yeah. there isn't like a quote-unquote neurotypical functioning in terms of intention, yeah. action, and consequence. Right. And also intention, decision of what action could get you there, mm-hmm. right? Because when we have an intention and we want to think of, when we think of what we're going to do to reach our intention... We usually have to interpret a lot of cultural norms, uh, appropriate body language cues, views, like all these things that if you're not neurotypical will not take you to the same Yeah, I was going to say that thing that you said, what what was it, intention, action, consequence? consequence, Yeah, Yeah, intention, action, consequence. That's something that's perceived by other people. Right. I mean, you could could perceive it in yourself and you could consciously observe it and put it into practice, but that is generally something that is experienced as someone perceiving it in someone else yeah so i think with their with their beliefs um acting as like a film over um, right that perception like whatever whatever their human experience is is influencing how they feel about so this reminds me a little bit because i'm trying to find a way to express my thoughts from your question about like at what point right (laughs) say it again at what point do your intentions or at what point do your are your intentions defined by not how you feel but your repeated behaviors you know what i mean because your intentions because generally because i don't think your intentions are ever defined by the repetition of your behavior right i think well unless you have like a a subconscious intention pushing you to yeah, oh, fuck. yeah. <laughs> because you're like generally your intentions are let's say it's a it's a conscious um end it's like when you self-sabotage right because right. you're doing most people don't consciously self-sabotage but their actions are so repeated to mm-hmm. quote unquote mm-hmm. unintended mm-hmm. consequences <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh man, I saw I punched you for the thirty-seventh time. <laughs> that was it. That's not, That's not my intention. I'm not trying to hurt you. See that right there. I mean, I'm assuming, and I mean that's an extreme assuming. example. That's an, that's extreme, an extreme example, example. and oh. I'll people can also lie, right, about their intentions. <laughs> We're assuming. Yeah. I mean, yeah, someone could just keep saying that while wholeheartedly wanting to hurt this person the whole time. Right. We're talking about people who have intentions and right. do talking, yeah. things, commit actions that repeatedly give them the quote-unquote unintended consequence. Um, I don't know at what point that would be, I don't know what point or at what level of repetition would be an indicator that their consequences are not their intention. If mm-hmm. anything, usually your consequences demonstrate, at least with the, in the case of self-sabotage, that your intentions aren't what you thought they were. Right. Or you have competing intentions yeah. within yourself that are conflicting with each Isn't other. That interesting? That's crazy. <laughs> I love how it's like, like what we're trying to do now is bring out um, or imagine the most dense questions we can, 
so that there's more to like unfurl and um, digest. <laughs> but it's only getting uh, worse because I can't answer this question. Uh, and I don't think we have to, but <laughs> it's a great question. I don't. I really wonder. I think it's impossible to have multiple competing intentions and be unaware of them. I mean, it is, mm -hmm. right? I don't know if it's possible. Odds are it is possible. But I've never experienced a situation where I have this intention and I do things well. See, the only example I can think of is self-sabotage because I'm mm -hmm. very familiar with that. <laughs> what do you think? An example of competing, um, would you say, contradictory intentions? I think it's self-sabotage. I think that's uh, a very good example. I think it's a very good example, but I think that it's uh, it's hard to look at. I think what you described, mm -hmm. right? When your <laughs> intentions. intentions repeatedly uh, follow actions that result in consequences that you didn't want, mm -hmm. um, that were contrary to what you were intending is usually indicative of some sort of, you know, situation within yourself that is blocking you from getting that. Right. You know, either you have um, a mental condition or you have some kind of learning disability or you have something that's stopping you and skewing your path from getting the consequence that you want. Because of right. other, because of other things in existence that, are nor good or nor bad, just different and are going unrecognized. Right. Like with a lot of um, like people who have like ADHD or depression or anxiety. Well, I mean, <laughs> is that not a thing though? No, no, I know. I mean, I mean, like, oh, me. <laughs> I mean, you would be able to speak about this from experience, right? Where, um, I don't know. I've seen a lot of things where your motivations to get, or people with ADHD's motivations to get things done are like three things. What is it? Like urgency. It's not actual oh, motivation. It's, right. No, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. What um, is it? It's like three things. So you might intend to get something done, but you're going to need one of these three things to do it. Right. So it's it's circumstantial. A, right. It's so not choose, real motivation. Right. So if you choose like yeah, a conventional no, exactly. action towards uh, completion of something, like uh, traditional action steps to complete something, it will continually not work for you. Not because your intentions are wrong, <laughs> but it just you need a different system. Brain not work. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just a different system. You know no, no, I mean? yeah, no, yeah. So I don't think it is indicative of your intentions being untrue or your intentions being wrong, but the yeah. action path is just yeah, exactly. It's a failed. It's a, it's a failed process. Doesn't compatible. Right. Doesn't compatible. <laughs> uh, you're absolutely right. That's a great representation of it. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> you got what I'm saying. I hope. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a very good take. Yeah. I've been I've been on that for a little bit of yeah. like saying like that's a bad take. That's a good take. That's a horrible take. That's an amazing take. You have. I forgot. We were talking about something, and you said, imagine if someone had such a horrible take right. and said that. <laughs> I forgot what the thing was, but I it was terrible. It. <laughs> I do remember it being terrible. Um, um, we found the snail. We did find, I found the snail. You found the snail. Yeah, so it's in an upside down shot when Finn initially crashes through the building mm -hmm. and he looks at Drake. Yeah. And it's an upside down perspective. There's like an arch, and the snail is just sitting in the arch waving. Right, 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 right. 
Do you yeah. think that so many high schoolers are annoying to each other because they're trying to pose as these very boxed identities most of the time? Like, oh, the job. Oh, the nerd. <laughs> Just in the <laughs> search of identity. I gotta think about my high school experience. Um, I feel like I don't have the experience that many people have because I did not... Like, I decided that I was going to be an extremely social person way too late. Right. Um, I remember I think, that. It's, I, think, I think it's really, really good, though, that I did, because um, out of out of the all, all four years of high school, the only friends that I've sustained for, like, the past year and that I'll probably sustain for a long time, I think, are people that I met in the last four months of actual in-school stuff interesting yeah no I, it's kind of, it's really 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 crazy because i have known these people since like the beginning of high school right but like i've only really talked to them until the last year right before the pandemic started and then the pandemic hit and then we just went crazy with stuff that's interesting yeah. i think my longest friendship kind of started around the same time uh, my very close friend, she, we met in sophomore year, though. Right. We were in the same academic program, mm -hmm. junior and senior year, which was, like, we were in all the same classes mm -hmm. all day, every day for two years. Um, but it wasn't until a key point my senior year, almost at the end, actually, where I was like, I need new friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need uh, different close friends, right? Yeah. Um. And I kind of just kind of scanned the class and I was like, who do I want to be my close friend? And then literally I was like, she's the one. And I invited her to coffee and like since then we, there you go. Yeah. she's moved out far and we still, we're still close friends. Yeah. That's funny. That's a very interesting tidbit that we yeah. met our close friends at the same time. But I think it's interesting. Is that one of them? No. I'm <laughs> calling in. I think, I think, <laughs> I think it's, um, gosh, I don't know. I feel like. Even the people that I wasn't necessarily friends with for a long time, they were all... See, they, I, I have a problem, and I don't want to fix it. I don't think I have to fix it, but I think it's a big problem that um, means I perceive the world very differently from other people, and it is it can be problematic. Um, so I am very, very easily interested. You are. I'm extremely easily interested, I love and it. I'm very, very easily satisfied with with certain things. Yeah, you and are. So I think it's great. Though I was about to say that I <laughs> that everyone that I met to met and talked to in high school was extremely diverse and interesting. Right. But then <laughs> I might, I very well might be the only person that feels that. Way. that. Yeah. Right. But I think it's interesting. Every time we've met people groups together. Uh -huh. Um, I'll mention certain people and be like, you know, they're great, but I didn't vibe with them for such and such right. reasons, or I, I really know, didn't yeah, like how they that. said that yeah, one thing. But I felt you're that. usually, I, felt that. I feel like a lot of times when that happens, though, you that doesn't just, get in my way. Uh, that doesn't get in your yeah. way, and you're still like, but they were cool. But you because they were. See, things like that will stop me from thinking somebody being cool. Right. Right. But, but you're like, no, but they were cool. Yeah. Which is something I tried to adapt, right? Because I think it is fantastic. I don't know. For, I don't know why I feel that way. I don't like. I. I also. I haven't given it much thought. I haven't like really looked at myself and been like, okay, why? 
how, why did I find this one thing so interesting, right? It's, it's, even if it's something that I, I, I acknowledge isn't in, in, inherently interesting or has intrinsic value, mm. um, I, I'm, I'm extremely interested by it. Mm. And is it, is it like an ADHD thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I haven't heard that. I, I haven't, haven't heard either, that. But I don't um, know if it was like, is a, a different form of like hyperfixation, but that doesn't sound I, right. But because that's like a, a very extreme things. form, and it's yeah. like and you it's like don't eat, don't sleep. Yeah. It's, like, it's not yeah. like that. No. no, because I'm see because the it's the satisfaction part where all You're like satisfied? like all yeah I'm I'm like all. I'm not easily satisfied. I'm easy. I'm, I'm very easily <laughs> satisfied with certain things. Like uh, yeah. like it doesn't take. What I mean by that is it doesn't take much to satisfy me. Right. 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 Um, but I, I think that the way it all works together is that, like, I'll find someone, I'll meet someone and I'll find them, like, incredibly interesting. Um, we'll talk, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I'll be extremely satisfied with that experience. And I'll... Right. I'll be very... You won't try to find reasons to... Discount it. Right. And I think you yeah. find reasons to appreciate things. Like, I'm... And I, I don't know. I've never really, like, asked myself why that is... I think that's a great I think part of your I character, mean, I think though. it is. I'm I happy think, that... I, I think that it way. makes you happier. It makes... Yeah. No, it really does. It's a, it really does. It's a coping mechanism. It's like... It's like... <laughs> my, it's like I was, like... In like oh like down in the trenches in my brain it's like it's like when people find like like infinite money glitches in real life like that whole thing where like that one guy that would get credit cards and buy gift cards with those credit cards and buy money orders with those gift cards um, and then they use the money orders to just get cash and then um, they get cash back for the credit cards. Um, How then, would they get the cash back for the credit card? Well, because the, the the credit cards would have cash back policy. Because they used it. Because they used it. Yeah. Right. And so it's just like it's. Oh, so it, you're yeah, just you're making just, money. You're just making money. Yeah. Is that legal? Uh, not anymore. I don't think. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, so he found a money glitch. Right. This is comparable to you finding happiness. Finding you found an infinite happy glitch. dopamine glitch. Yeah. <laughs> Where like glitch. I'm I'm my. <laughs> I don't, for whatever reason, my mind is just extremely Good easily at multiplying dopamine. Yeah, especially just by, by, like extremely with very simple. Little input. Exactly, like you, like you give me like the the human equivalent of like a graham cracker, and like like, the, like a plain, bland, simple human being. I look at this graham cracker and I'm like, this is incredible. <laughs> So much flavor in the graham cracker. <laughs> You're such an amazing person. I'm so glad I met you. <laughs> and then I can walk away from that experience. Right. Having, but because it's a yeah. graham cracker, you also don't feel sad that you didn't get another one the next day. Right. Yeah. You're just happy you got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'm yeah. going to actively try to adopt that. I think... I've never, I think we've never talked about this part of your we character no, we in such detail that yeah. I can understand the mechanisms of it, but I love it. Yeah. And I remember when, when I think you first like nonchalant, nonchalantly mentioned that and I was like, oh yeah, that's the thing. I remember it helped me a lot, like in my work spaces and mm -hmm. in my social interactions to 
just appreciate what was right in front of me. Right. Um, and try not to eat it, you know, and try to find reasons to like it. Uh-huh. And it helped so much, you know, yeah. when when people would gossip about each other at work, they they'd gossip about gossip about other workers who were slower uh-huh. right. or who were less interested in the job or who they just didn't like. Usually, it was newer people, mm-hmm. right? No, 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 in group, out group things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We're so good at tying things together. Oh well, it's true. People protect no, their no, group. Yeah. They're not like in if you haven't been working here for yeah. five years and you don't remember that one stupid right. manager. Like, it's a, it's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. It is. It is. And so this would happen often, but I swore to myself that I would never be part of that kind mm-hmm. of behavior in any people group. Yeah. And so it would happen a lot. And there'd be moments where they'd tell me, oh, but... Isn't, isn't, aren't they so slow and they, they do this so inefficiently and they're not even trying and they don't know what the fuck they're doing and I'll be like, oh, I thought they were nice. Uh, anyways, I gotta go to do this other right, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go check the inventory or whatever. I mean, like, and, doing it. Right, they're, they're doing, doing it. it. And so I, I thought it was something that, I mean, I didn't understand the mechanism yet, mm-hmm. but I tried to have that kind of like optimistic outlook at right. people's characters, even if I knew that they were and it was helpful people eventually stopped coming to me with that gossip Mm because they knew I wouldn't reciprocate and it was nice it was nice Um, I I didn't have beef with anybody as far as I was aware (laughs) (laughs) as far as I was aware I chose no beef I chose other people may have chosen beef I chose no beef (laughs) I chose no beef Uh, this is a beef free zone uh, I only eat chicken and fish, but just a little check back into last week's episode. This has nothing to do with this week's episode, but uh, we still saw PB in this episode, so I guess we can talk about it. But we asked, we were talking about who, who the piano was. Oh, you found out? I found out, and I actually got a little thing of all the members of PB's family. So, the piñata is Aunt Lolly. Oh, Aunt Lolly is oh, Manfred the piñata. Oh, okay. Um, Uncle yeah. Gumball is the punch. Oh, I okay. didn't find who Cousin Chicle was, actually. Um, he's... So, I was... Um, didn't she create him? A- so, okay, this is, this, is, this is why I was confused. Because my initial answer was crunchy right because crunchy's his own thing crunchy's his own thing that's the thing yeah. but i he's extremely similar i think like um what's Character it called wise? no like like visually oh. like he's like a he's cookie like, he's a cookie he's like a cookie how is he similar to cousin g like like no i mean i mean he's i'm sorry he's similar <laughs> to crunchy the the baby thingy of cousin Chicle is like a cookie, like oh. like crunchy. That's why I got confused. Oh, I'm pretty sure he's like a cookie or something right. like that. You're also, right. yes, it's true. Or no, no. I was what? gonna say he might have been like a gumdrop, like when in that dreamscape remember. thing, um, PB turned into yeah, a gumdrop. Yeah, yeah. Remember? But no, oh, that was, no, that was, that was a, who yeah, she was. Yeah. Completely different thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was like a little cookie thingy. I think. That's what I remember. You're probably right. You're probably yeah, right. I think but so. I thought it was interesting because what I found was technically all the people who are PB's family, which includes the candy people, apparently. Well, because, like, they come from her, like, by they come from her. Yeah, yeah, they do. Apparently, the first episode we see the gum, like the mother gum, is in the Christmas special. When we get a shot back into the apocalyptic past with Simon and Marceline, 
that pink gooey stuff all over? That's mother gum. Yeah. Oh. I had no idea. Whoa. I had no idea. Was she was like, her... maybe she, she, was she, maybe she was like trying to like, like, so, restore everything. So apparently like way. the mother gum at one point, <sighs> PB didn't want to have kids. And mm-hmm. so when she wanted to like, come up with a potential successor to the candy kingdom, mm-hmm. she kind of wanted to bring mother gum into the whole thing. But she was like, she gave mother gum a candy heart. But what? it was too sweet. <gasps> and so it, like, went around trying... It, it kept oh. growing and expanding and trying to mind control other people to, like, come into... Like PB in the, in the Skyhooks art. What? Remember the elemental when she was the big candy mountain and she was turning Yeah. Out? Like that. Yeah, like wow. that. Basically That's the same crazy. thing. Wow. The same thing. And so she had to ban Mother Gum oh. into, like, this abyss not, not abyss um what is it called like a canyon yeah yeah, yeah. yeah like like this yeah yeah, yeah. yeah and, and just ban her to that wow. um that's crazy yeah and it became the gum kingdom because she didn't learn boundaries that's crazy. <laughs> i think it's awesome she how... had very unhealthy boundaries <laughs> i think it's awesome how pb has so many her as as extremely successful as she is her existence is marked by um very big failures as well yeah she there's like as for as much as she has done she has done a lot of wrong a lot at the same time yeah oh fun fact what the only reason she was able to even put mother gum in the canyon was the earl Grab was a hero in his creation because after mother gum failed she tried again and used something else probably lemon something else and made lemon grab and lemon grab or did he make lemon grab first? She might have made lemon grab uh-huh. first. He was too sour and then tried mother gum. We'll find out later. Yeah. But um, the point is that he was like the anti-sweetness that was able, she like was averse to it and didn't want to touch it. So he got, he like steered oh. her into the canyon. Whoa. Yeah. He saved the land of Oop, actually. Because she was going to consume all of it. The way uh, PB was doing. Yeah, she was doing. At the end I of love the lemon grab so much. I, I don't. <laughs> I think I have a hard time with lemon grab. I think well, I think the lemons. I mean, I think lemon grab is an extremely like he. I think he's representative of, like, in some in some ways, like the human condition. That's as fair. this extreme like this. <laughs> I like, need no explanation. That's fair. <laughs> this ex- like it's just this wall that we just can't overcome. It's a human condition. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's everyone's, everyone's Greed. plight. Yeah. Everyone's plight. And, um, because he's not happy. No. Like, he's extremely unhappy, always suffering. Doesn't he make out with LSP? <laughs> and he's like, no. They, like, get along. There's one instant where he, like, had some sort of affection towards somebody. And it was like, was No. Oh, remember, um, I saw this episode recently where, um, it's it's like a it's like a two second thing. It happens. Um, it, it's not the focus of the episode at all. But for whatever reason, he's on a date with um, LSP, and like he says like two sentences, right. and then he's like, "This was nice," um, and walks away. Right. <laughs> um, right, right, right. He's dressed in like a like a college shirt and everything. <sighs> I think, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. I hope so. We'll get to that eventually. Yeah, we will. But yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. 
We're at 47 minutes. Isn't that crazy? Already. I feel like we talked about it a lot. I think it was a really good episode. I like it. Yeah. I think we said we're going to end up saying that every episode. This is yeah. really good. Yeah. <laughs> just like hyping ourselves up. <laughs> we have to. We're <laughs> just speaking into the void. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I think this was, I know that I had fun. I had so much fun. So this was already a betterment to the universe. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we had fun. Um, you learned um, a lot about me. I did learn a lot and about I had, you. I, I consciously thought about a lot of things that I hadn't before. Yeah, and I, I really appreciated you sharing that with me. Yeah. Yeah. I will try to integrate some part of that. Because if it's a dopamine exponential <laughs> multiplier, I want it. <laughs> dopamine glitch. Infinite dopamine glitch. I don't know. I I feel like I wasn't. I definitely wasn't always like that. No, you weren't. Um, I, <laughs> I know. I, <laughs> I know... Um, it's not something that I consciously, like, put into practice right. repeatedly and developed. I think it's um, part of who you are. I think, yeah. I think it's, like, um... It's... A coping mechanism. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe. But I feel like it's more like, um... It's not something that comes from, like, conscious, like me consciously. It's a very... Unconscious. Unconscious background process. Yeah. I don't think you do it consciously. I don't. No, it doesn't seem like you do. Yeah. Seems like a... I don't know. I don't know if it's even possible for me to stop it. (laughs) I don't think you should ever try. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm very... I'm very happy. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's perfect. I love it. Wave a graham cracker in my face. Graham cracker. We know how to make Max happy. Yeah. Yeah. I love graham crackers. They're pretty good. They're great. I think they're great. Honey made. Yeah. Yep. They're great. You can turn into s'mores. Mm. Mm. Charred marshmallow. Yep. Well, um, thank you so much if you're listening. Um, I hope this has a positive impact. Um, A little happier. A little happier. A little better. A little better. Every day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if anybody did listen and you'd like to write to us, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we got fan yeah. mail. If you guys send us fan mail, we'll read it. You yeah, know, P.O. Box. We don't have a P.O. Box. We don't have a P.O. Box. We they, have we, an we, email we, we, address. Oh. We have an electronic oh. <laughs> mail address. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah. If we ever get in, if you guys, if. You guys become a lot of you guys, a lot of you gals, a lot of you people, people, a lot of you persons, folks, persons, humans. Yes. And then, and you guys wanted to send stuff, we could get a PO box. But I mean, this is episode two, and I don't know if any person will listen. Yeah, that's I mean, far future. Yeah, but electronic mailing address, email. Anyone subject to the human condition is welcome. Yes. <laughs> Anyone burdened by existence is welcome. Yes. Because we're all all burdened by existence, yep. and we're all just trying to make it better. Yep. That would be at greenmeadowdays at gmail.com, yeah. our title at gmail.com. So good. So good. So simple. Thank and you so much. Take care, people. Love you. Bye. We'll catch you next. Adventure time. Oh, that was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs>